Hello and welcome to Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Network's game show. A game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from entirely too many trivia games. One measly edition of trivia is not enough for me. No, I have a shelving unit nearly full of them. This podcast makes me feel a teensy bit better about all that used shelf space. Today, we are playing Random Pursuit for the 11th time, and I have a wonderful group of players with me, whom I will introduce in the order in which they will be playing. And once again, I determined the playing order using random.org. So first up, we have Brian Hamilton. Now, Brian, I know you've played our sister game, UK Triv, but I think this is your first time on Random Pursuit. Am I right? Uh, That's very possible. And it sounds like I'm number 11. So that's who? Matt Smith? Or which one's that? <laughs> very good, very good. Yay! Your Doctor Who knowledge may come in handy, dun, or dun. it may not. It depends on the cards. All right, our next player will be one of my co-hosts over on Erp Chirp, Annette Weirstra. It's been almost a year since you've played Random Pursuit. Welcome back. Yay! I look forward to getting many ghost points and no actual points. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, for, for those who have not listened to earlier version, uh, ghost points are when you know the answer to somebody else's question. It means nothing. I am sorry. But it's spooky. Uh, our, our third player is someone who loves Trivial Pursuit as much as I do. So welcome back, Monty Ashley. Hello. I am delighted to be here. I never left. <laughs> He's been here the whole time. <laughs> Uh, and then from about two rooms over, it's my spouse, Stephen Chapansky. Stephen, you currently hold the record for most random pursuit wins with three. How do you feel about going for number four? Uh, well, I feel very um, not confident. And I, I, the only reason I hold the record for most wins is because you loop me into most times that we play this. So. Uh. I see. Any, so yeah. statistically, you have an advantage. Yeah, I pro- I'm probably well under 500, but the fact that I've been in pretty much every one of these means that, yeah, I'm, I might luck out once or twice, or indeed three times. Listen to that humble Canadian. Uh, and finally, we have another newcomer to Random Pursuit, Katie Burt. Those of you who sample all of the shows on The Incomparable should keep your ears peeled because you'll be hearing more of Katie very soon. Welcome, Katie. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, this has been a busy and comparable week for me this week, but I'm really excited to be here. All right, let's get down to business. Random Pursuit is similar to the basic Trivial Pursuit board game, but as I said, no board. Instead, each player has their own six-sided die or dice rolling app. I know at least one of our players is using Dice by PCalc, available for iOS devices everywhere. Uh, And the players will roll their die to determine which question on the card they will answer. There is one notable exception to this. Checks Trivia has eight questions per card, so I get to roll if those cards come up. I have an eight-sided die right here. Uh, There were a lot of those in the last game, so I'm hoping maybe that will have thinned out the checks cards a bit because they don't seem to be a player favorite. Just saying. For each question you answer correctly, you get one point, just like regular Trivial Pursuit. If you answer a question correctly, you can roll again for another question. But unlike the board game, you can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except for the final round where there will be no question limit. I do miss my beloved roll again spaces. So to add some extra random fun, if you roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, you get to pick which edition your question comes from. The players all have a list of editions. It is way too long to read out here. Uh, if you happen to roll the same number all three times on, your, on the same turn, then you can pick both the edition and the category. That doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's very exciting. So We are going to play for an amount of time determined by me, and then we'll do one last round with no question limit. The player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until the next time they're on the show and do poorly. So let's do this, shall we? Brian, you are first. Go ahead and roll your die, Brian. I got a six. All right. Your first question is coming from Genus 3, where category six is wild card. What Stephen King thing centers around a, quote, super flu that has decimated the world? Uh, mm. So, first of all, wild card. And then you said, what Stephen thing? I thought you were going to say, what Steve Martin wild and crazy guy is going to be on this card? That's a wild card question. Uh, Is that the Strand? 
Say that again. Is that the strand? Oh, the stand, the stand, the strain. The you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start off and be benevolent. This oh, is Brian's first time. I'm giving it to him. Yes, Brian. It's the stand. Stand. Okay. Yep. So you get to roll again. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Please adjust your uh, your headphones so you hear accurately all of my mispronunciations. <laughs> That's a three. All right. This time your question is coming from the Disney box, the Walt Disney Family Edition. It is the adults box, not the children's box. Uh, And I will remind everyone that just because it's from Disney, it doesn't mean all the questions are about Disney things. It's just a game parents can play with their kids. So you rolled a three. That means, Brian, welcome to the world of people. So tell me, did TV's Robin Leach make the Hollywood Bachelorettes Association's 10 most exciting bachelors list? You got a 50-50 chance here. So this is a yes or no question? It is indeed. Do you actually know who Robin Leach is? That's my first I question. I have no idea. I hope you all can hear this. That was a coin flip and that was a heads. I'm going to say yes. You are correct. Yay! He did. Good strategy. Robin mm-hmm. Leach was an old, weird-looking guy. Yeah, but he hung around with the rich and famous, so I guess maybe that made him qualify? Mm. That's guy definitely smelled of cigarettes and gin. <laughs> sure. Really expensive gin. All right, Brian, you get to roll again. Three. Oh, you got another three, which means you get to choose the addition that you're... That your oh, question yeah. comes from. All right, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pick Junior Trivia One. Just Junior Trivia One. I can't Wise. say I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good choice. I have to like Junior crawl tri- around on the ground to get this low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. So Junior Trivia One is uh, made for ages five to nine, mm-hmm. and you rolled a three. So question number three on the card here is: What crop grows? In flooded fields. I'm going with rice. You are correct. Yay! It is rice. <laughs> that means we have started the game with a sweep. Brian got all three of his questions correct. So pressure's on, Annette. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Six. Six. All right. This is coming from the original genus edition. And the six means it's sports and leisure. Oh, no. Who who parlayed figure skating success or successes into a film career? Just Um, the one person. Just the only person to ever do that. I was actually a big figure skating fan for a while. And I'm trying to, I don't know. The the original genus edition was published in 1981. Okay, that would be why I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go Barbara and Scott. I've never heard of Barbara Ann Scott, but I have heard of the correct answer. Can I say what it is? Yeah, go ahead. It's Sonia Heaney, isn't it? It is. Ghost point for Monty. I am not tracking ghost points. Genus one trivia. So many answers are Sonia Heaney or lawn tennis. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little little tip for the rest of you guys. All right. I think Annette should get a point for answering like a figure skater. <laughs> you could have yeah, a. You, that is a Michelle Kwan. <laughs> you can Fun have fact. A, Nick's cousin question. is named after her. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, family connection, yes. sort of. All right. Well, Monty, that brings us to you. Oh, and I have to roll a die in order for yep. the game to continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One. All right. Your question is coming from the UK Globetrotter edition, courtesy of Anthony Johnston. Thanks, Thanks Anthony. Anthony. Thanks, yeah. Anthony. <laughs> and uh, since it is category number one, that's North America. Oh. What's the movie if, and the rest of this is in italics, the plane's going to Chicago, the pilot's going to New York, the passengers are going to pieces. So the question is, what's the movie if... And then there's that quote. All right. Can you remind me what year this came out? The UK Globetrotter edition came out in 2003. All right. Um, Well, it's obviously an 
airplane-based disaster movie. So the question I have is, is it airplane or like Airport 78 or something? Which airplane? I can't answer that, Monty. I'm explaining my logic. I thought it would be fun for the listeners instead of me just going, um, a lot. Okay, good. Did you enjoy that, listeners? That was for you. Uh, I'm going to say airplane. You are going to be correct. Yay. Roll again. Three. Oh, actually... Oh, no. I'm afraid. I'm Is afraid air- you're getting a checks question, which oh, okay. means I get to roll. Uh, and you're getting a seven is, in <gasps> fact, what you were getting. Yep. This one is coming from the checks TV trivia. So question number seven is, what product has a spokesman who floats around a toilet tank in a boat? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Tidy bowl. Uh, it it's is the tidy, tidy bowl, bowl. Man. <laughs> totally is what wow it's tidy bowl congratulations <laughs> look up those commercials on their youtube they're horrifying <laughs> I, I just might now i have rolled a three okay and you know what i am going to let you choose the edition oh. that your question comes from because there's no way you could have rolled a seven and you rolled that three for no reason last time so what edition would you like your question to come from tv edition the TV edition. All right. Category three in the TV edition is drama. Hmm. What bionic woman can be phoned up at 311-555-2368? Uh, I hope it's Jamie Summers because that's the only bionic woman I recognize. <laughs> it sure is. Woo-hoo. Congratulations, Monty. You have also done us a sweep. This is an exciting game. Sweet buddies. Yeah. Steven, no pressure. No pressure at all. Thankfully, I don't feel any pressure when I'm using Dice by (laughs) PCOUT. I've rolled a six. A six. All right. Your question's coming from Genus 3. So six is a wild card. What fast food chain dumped about 690,000 pounds of unused food every day in 1991? 6,900 pounds? Is that no, what it it's is? 690,000. 690, comma, wow. zero, zero, zero. I pounds. can only guess McDonald's. You can only be correct. Good Phew. job. That's disgusting. I got the right one. but No, it's not Coke. I don't remember the tagline. Why, that's uh, almost 2.8 million quarter pounders. <laughs> it is. <laughs> or Reals with cheese. Um, uh, rule to one. All right, this one is coming from Trivial Pursuit, Volume 6, in which Category 1 is People and Places. What sport is known in China as, and uh, pardon my pronunciation, Gao Er Fu? And let me spell that. It's a G-A-O apostrophe space, I think, E-R space F-U. Gao Er Fu. F-U. Um... What sport oh. is known as that in China? In China. Yep. What what year is genus? Um, it's uh, not what? genus. It is volume. For some reason, between five and oh, six, right. they decided to stop using the word genus. It's just volume six, and it was uh, two thousand three that that came. I'm gonna out. I'm gonna guess basketball. I'm afraid it is not. Does anybody know this one? It's golf. Golf. Sure. <laughs> Yep. I wanted it to be lawn tennis. (laughs) Garfu, I guess, if you pronounce it real hard. Garfu. Garfu. Maybe. Yep. All right. Katie, you are up. Roll a die. Ah, Thanks for not sweeping, Steven. (laughs) You're most, yes, I had to hold back on that round. I got a five. All right. Your question is also coming from Genus 3. Quite a few of those. Great. Uh, category five is sports and leisure. I don't know how oh, you feel man. about sports. <laughs> Doesn't sound like very good. All right. Well, see if you can tell me what Minnesota Twins star was oh, the no. only player of the 1970s to win oh, a no. batting title without hitting a home run. <laughs> so many things about that question that worry me. Um, Mm, there's can just you, there's no even there's no thought process here i, can you I do name, not know the answer to this question you can't even name a single minnesota twins star from the 70s <laughs> or now no i think i want to be honest i can't name a twin star from any era that's that's i appreciate your honesty <laughs> um yeah you can have a ghost point for your honesty <laughs> uh does Aww, anybody else I'll take know, it does anybody else know this one is it Harmon killebrew 
Did you make that name up? Because no. that's not, not the answer. Is oh. it Rod Carew? <laughs> it is Rod Carew. Rod, Ghost Point right. Rodney. Single home run. Wow. Damn. That is that is really something. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, turn one, where we have uh, a tie for the two sweepers, Brian and Monty. Steven is also on the board with one, and I am rooting for Annette and Katie. So, Ooh, thank you. All right. <laughs> Brian, roll a die. I'm rooting for you, Brian. I'm rooting for you, Monty. I got a one. All right. Your question's coming from Genus 3, People and Places. What's considered to be the largest city in Europe? Let me remind you that Genus 3 came out in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest city in Europe. Well, largest. I largest. don't know if you want to parse that differently. <laughs> largest city in Europe. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm trying to think of some large cities. I'm trying to think of what Europe meant at least two weeks ago. <laughs> and I'm going to go with London. It is not London, I'm oh. afraid. It is Moscow. Moscow! Mm-hmm. All right. So that brings it to Annette's turn. Oh, don't roll, Annette. Hold, okay. hold, hold boop, that boop, die boop, because boop. you're getting some checks TV oh. trivia, which means I get to roll. You're getting question number eight. Please tell me who portrayed Franklin Delano Bickley on Mork and Mindy. Oh, I'm so, I'm like, I don't even remember his character. I have no idea. Not even a guess. It's it's not Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Robin Williams. It is Tom Poston. I I remember who he is vaguely, but I'm I like, never I would have pulled like that. I feel like maybe I have an image of that, but I, it's probably wrong. All right, Monty. That brings ah. us to you. Four is what right. I rolled. Yo, it's the twentieth anniversary edition. I hate it so. Uh, category four is the written word. So whose TV show did Book Magazine call, quote, the Mount Olympus of author venues? Whose TV show? Uh, Oprah? Correct. Ooh. It is, it is wow. Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. All I right. was afraid it was going to be like meet the press or something. <laughs> two. All right. This is genus three again. Yes. Category two is arts and entertainment. What trio did the Canadian government name official ambassadors of music in 1979? Getting some <laughs> CanCon here. Okay. I have two answers I could go with. So I'm going to say right now it's either Peter, Paul, and Mary or the Kingston Trio. But I think Peter, Paul, and Mary feel more Canadian, so I'm going with them. Peter, Paul, and Mary. I'm afraid that is not the answer. Neither was your other answer. Oh. This is uh, Stephen. You know this one, Annette. Master Sharon Lewis and Bram. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Annette. Um. I am like I feel like is it? Um, I feel like the Bach, word trio. Is it Bachner Turner Overdrive, or is that the wrong era? <laughs> or is it Rush or Triumph? Oh, yeah, Rush or... is a good answer. I want to change yeah. my answer to Rush. I'm afraid I'm not going to let you change it, but Rush is the correct answer. That's a good answer. So, yep. Yeah, I feel like trio was a bit of a like it's true, <laughs> but you know you don't necessarily think of Rush as a as a trio. They're, no, they're a three piece rock band. That feels different to me. Uh, Steven, you cannot roll because it's my turn to roll because you're oh. getting some checks trivia. But uh, if I was going to roll, I would use dice by Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is TV trivia from Checks Pocket Trivia. You're getting question number seven, which is, which, what role did Hervé Villachez play on Fantasy Island? <laughs> Tattoo. Correct. Tattoo. Nice work. I'm always extra happy when somebody gets a uh, checks question, correct? I am, I am extra happy when I get it because <laughs> it's either that or, you know, what uh, what was his birth date or something like that. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is the nature of checks. All right. Yeah. You may now roll for using, a regular trivia Using question. my Dice by Calc app. Okay, enough. Uh, <laughs> James, James Thompson has actually paid me a, a substantial amount of money to mention it every time. So no, it's it's not enough. Uh, three. Okay. And I'm actually going to have you roll again just, just to see if you get another three. Because if oh, you do, then you Right get now, choice. you mean? Yeah. Because okay. there's no way you could roll a seven. No, it's true. Okay. Well, let's have a look here. 
I got, I rolled a four. Okay, so we're just going to go with the three, which okay. is history coming from genus five. Right. And the question, what South American country was Gene Savoy poking around in when he discovered the lost city of Cajamarquia in 2000? South American I can country. spell either the name or the, the city name if you would like. Uh, yes, I would actually like. Okay, the person's name Jean Savoy is G E N E, and then Savoy S A V O Y, and the name of the city is C A J A M A R Q U I L L A. I'm gonna say Venezuela. It was Peru. Peru. Yes. Oh well. All right, Katie, we are round to you again. Go ahead and roll. I have rolled a five. All right. It's coming from genus three, category five. I'm sorry to say. Oh, no. Is once again, sports and leisure. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Katie. Stuck. I'm stuck in a cycle. <laughs> All right. What company manufactures pro staff golf clubs? So we're looking for a, a company. Okay. Like a I mean, I don't think I know this, but I think I'm closer to knowing it than the, than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, golf company. Mm-hmm. Okay. A company that manufactures golf clubs. Specifically, mm-hmm. Pro Staff is the the brand, but... Right. It's important. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I feel like I'll probably know this once you say it, but... <laughs> I can't think of any... My brother played golf in high school, and I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I yeah. feel about golf. <clears throat> I don't know. Do you want to just name a sporting goods company <laughs> for a guess? Sure. I will go with Nike. Okay. That is a that is a sporting goods company. However, it was not that. It was <laughs> it was Wilson. Okay. That's the oh, thing I know about. So it's nice to know that. Is that the same I could, company? I could that, have answered that. Is that the same company that made the uh, volleyball that was in yeah. Castaway? Yep. I think it may be. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Their claim Wilson. to fame. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of turn number two. Uh, Monty has taken the lead with four. Brian still has three. Steven's up to two. And Annette and Katie are still my favorites. So, <laughs> I don't even have ghost points. Oh. Nothing. Well, maybe maybe this time. Turns I got two Can I give points. Annette a ghost point? <laughs> sure, why not? We have no <laughs> rules you. for ghost points. I'll give you one, Katie. Oh, this is chaos, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, take us out of this chaos and roll a die. Uh, five, please. All right. This is coming from Genus 2, the only sold in Canada version of Genus 2. So question five is science and nature. Hmm. What 1938 Massey Harris invention came to be known as the miracle of the harvest? The miracle of the harvest. Uh, what was the yeah, company that's all- again? That's capitalized too. It's a it's a 1938 Massey Harris invention. That's M A S S E Y dash Harris H A R R I S. Is it the like picking machine truck that drives through the field as like various hoppers and arms like collect the corn or the? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need like an actual name. A legit of name. A... Oh God. Yeah. Um, hmm. That was really poetic, though. It was, it was <laughs> lovely. You. you can have a ghost point. Cool, cool. Um, I, I want you to know, as soon as you say what the real name is, I'm going to Google it to see if I was right in my first thing for a ghost point. Um, I'm going with the <laughs> hopper truck. I like that name, but it is actually the self-propelled combine. That's combine. it, though. Self-propelled yeah, combine. I, that's what it is. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Ghost yep. point I, for Brian. I thought that's what you meant, but yeah, I needed the name that time. Yeah, totally, totally. AKA right. the Roomba of the Plains. AKA the, the automated picker boys. The prairie dog guillotine. <laughs> oh, no. That's dark. That's too, that dark. too real. Too I'm real. uncomfortable with that. All right. Annette, it is your turn. Roll. I rolled a three. All right. Your cat, uh, your question is coming from the 1980s edition. And category three is... I was uh, alive then. You, Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a very good thing. Um, so the 1980s edition, category three is in the news. So mm. what Democrat announced his run for president a day before George Bush did? 
I apologize okay. for the American-centric like, nature yes, of this question. I assumes I was paying to attention to American politics when I was 10. <laughs> um, against who? Against Bush. Uh, a Democrat announced his run for president a day before George Bush did. Um... I'm trying to think of any Democrat, maybe in the 80s. <laughs> Sorry, Americans. <laughs> um, it's very Canadian of you to apologize. But I feel like in this case, you shouldn't have to since Trivial Pursuit's actually a Canadian-based yeah. game. <laughs> You've heard of George Bush, though, right? Cause we I haven't have he heard of George Bush. We haven't heard of whoever was in charge of Canada at that time. So you're still way ahead I, of us. <laughs> can I answer who was in charge of Canada at that time? You can answer it if you want. Uh, it's <laughs> no, I, I don't know that I can remember. Uh, I'm just going to go with... Um, I don't even know if he's a Democrat. This might be uh, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> you at least you got the the category right. Yes, he's a Democrat, but no, okay, it was uh, it was not him. It was Jesse Jackson. Oh, I do recall him. All right, it's a name, <laughs> a name you know. All right, Monty, <laughs> Monty, it is your turn. One. All right, your question's coming from the 1960s edition. Uh, category one is personalities. So who told the Red Guards in July 1968, quote, you have let me down? A short quote. Great. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep. So the only person the Red Guards ever let down was in 1968. <laughs> Red oh, Guards is capitalized, if that helps. Yeah, let's say Mao Zedong. Correct. That is indeed who it was. So you get to roll again. I will roll on this six-sided die that I think I got out of a Clue board game 30 years ago. Ooh, classy. Two. All right. This one's coming from Genus 2, the Canadian-only Genus 2. So entertainment. What singer was the first black to have his own network variety series in 1957? Not sure I appreciate the phrasing of this question. <laughs> wow. Like 1984. Yep. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr.? Nope. I'm afraid it was mm. Nat King Cole. Oh. Hmm. Stephen Schapansky, roll that uh, fake die. My my actual app, my dice by Pete Calc, Erica Ensign, <laughs> I will do that right now. You encouraged him that time. <laughs> I did. Uh, I think accidental. the app should have the sound of the die rolling. It does. Oh, um, it, I just turned it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> next time. And I have no complaints. Next time you will hear it's it. It's the perfect uh, app. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I rolled a four. All right. This is coming from the 1960s edition. Category four is music. What song did Doug Ingle explain in noting, quote, Vida in Spanish means life, and that's what it's all about. This is 1960s music, right? Yes. So, like, living la vida loca is not going to be the answer. Uh, I, I probably would guess it. Yeah, I wouldn't answer that if I were you, but... No, no, I, w- I would like to. Um, Pooh, vida. Boy, something probably by Doris Day. Um, Doug Ingle. I don't know if Doug that name Ingle. helps. It's Ingle with oh. an I, I-N-G-L-E. And he was a journalist of some sort? Uh, it does not say who he was. He could have been a journalist. He could have been a music lover. He could have been in uh, the musical outfit that uh, put this song out. Who knows? He could have been the guy who wrote the question for Trivial Pursuit. Um, mm. Freelance song explainer. Genius.com <laughs> no for guys like him now. <laughs> yes, thank God we don't have too many of those around. Um Oh, okay, sorry, I've now forgotten the question. Can you read it again? What song <laughs> did Doug Ingle explain in noting, Vida in Spanish means life, and that's what it's all about? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm blanking. Um, I can think of a song, but I cannot. I, I don't know. I'll give up. It is rock and or roll. It is Inagata de Vida. Oh, in the Garden of Eden by Iron Butterfly. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so, Katie, roll. Okay. I have rolled a one. All right. Your question Tell is me coming. I'm not in sports and leisure. You're not in sports and leisure. <laughs> you are in the uh, original classic genus edition, 
Category one is geography. So can can you tell me what's the largest city in China in 1981? Okay. China, 1981. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like names have changed. (laughs) That is possible. (laughs) I probably wouldn't know because geography is very much not my strong suit. I'm going to say, I'll go Shanghai. Shanghai is the correct answer. You are on the (laughs) board. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can I just like stop now or (laughs) is that an option? Uh, I guess you could, but that would be kind of sad. Okay, I'm ready. I can keep going. All right, really good. Okay, here we go. Um, I rolled a five. All right. This question is coming from the 20th anniversary edition. I'm not super fond of it, but uh, Category 5 has nothing to do with sports. Well, in in theory, anyway, it is innovations is the category. So what prescription drug did a teenage hacker order for Bill Gates after stealing his credit card number off the Internet? Uh, Prescription drug. Mm -hmm. How old? Wait, how old was the person? It was a teenage hacker ordered this prescription drug for Bill Gates after stealing his credit card number off the Internet. Okay, I'm going to say Viagra. You're going to be right. Yes. Yeah. Points. All right. <laughs> the clue was God. the word teenage. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. All right, roll again. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have rolled a four. All right. This question is coming to you from Junior Trivia 2. This is a this game. This makes me more nervous that it's I a know. Junior Trivia edition. Yep. Aimed for ages 10 to 13. So yeah, like the stakes a, feel higher. A 10 to 13 year old. Uh, I think like a 10 to 13 year old in the year 1983. And okay. tell me, what is a flying junior? Flying junior, each word is capitalized. Ooh. What is a flying junior? <laughs> I don't think I know the answer to this question. If it makes you feel any better, I don't either. (laughs) Flying Junior. Mm -hmm. I'll just go with plane. They fly. That's that's not a bad guess. You're kind of in the right department, and it is a vehicle, but it's actually a sailboat. Okay. I feel good about this. Yeah, but uh, but that's great because that brings you up to two points. So you are on the board and tied with Steven. Uh, then Brian is next with three. Monty has five. And I'm feeling really good about turn number four for Annette. So. I am too. <laughs> Me three. <laughs> Brian, go ahead and roll. All right. I got bananas. What? Oh, that's because I found the secret Easter egg in Dice by Peacock. Can you? <laughs> Available on your iOS app store. I rolled a six. All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit uh, Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition. That's a mouthful. Uh, in which number six is wild card. So, what surname was given to Princess Leia by her adoptive family? Oh no! Um. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> it's not Amidala, right? That's the prequels. Um, Princess Leia. Ah, uh, something. Go with go with Smith. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh God, it's something beginning with an A. It's not Alderaan. It's not Amidala. Uh, hmm. Princess Leia. Ah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm sorry. I've lost all my nerd cred. I've got nothing. I've got no. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going with Amidala just because. At least you. At least you guessed a name that is in the Star Wars canon. That, however, is not the correct surname. Anybody else want to shout that out? It's Organa. Oh, yeah. Oh, Organa. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. So you're, it started with a vowel. You were you were right about that. There's a lot of A's in it. Yep. All right, Annette. You, I'm giving you a ghost point for that, Annette. You and Monty for sure. Uh, but uh, roll and see if you can get in. Because <laughs> I knew not, I did not know that. Oh, actually, don't roll because I'm afraid to tell uh, you the checks. It's checks trivia. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, question number seven for TV trivia. Name the cat. On the Our Miss Brooks show. <laughs> Our well, Miss a whole Brooks category. show. Name the cat. Yep. I Name the cat. I'd be pretty good at that. Um, Our I Miss did... Brooks. 
I don't know this show. I'm just going to say something traditional like mittens. I I wish that was the answer. I really do. Uh, you even have the first two letters right, so I'm going to give you a ghost point. But... <laughs> yes, two ghost points. <laughs> but uh, Minerva was the name Ooh, of the cat. I would not have come up with that. Yeah, I, I am sorry that, that uh, you ran into the checks there. But uh, that brings us to Monty. I don't think that's my only problem. I think I'm just really bad at trivia. <laughs> Six. All right. Monty, your question is coming from the Walt Disney Family Edition, the Grown Ups Box. So welcome to the world of leisure. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Finally. What state's baseball team, the Gold Panners, played a midnight game on June 21st, 1985, without lights? Uh, looking for the state. Ah, Alaska. Good work. That was some deducting there, I bet. Yeah, I was going to say California because of the gold panning, but then I remembered about the land of the midnight sun and yeah. how much Disney loves that stuff. Yep. They also had some uh, some gold rushing in in Alaska, so, so it yeah. fits. Four. Four. All right. This one's coming from the 1960s edition. Category four is music. What song has Roy Orbison growl mercy? Mercy's in oh, quotes. pretty women. Woman. Correct. And extra extra ghost point for you for, for getting the O at the beginning of it. Not everybody remembers that. And three. All right. 20th anniversary edition. So category three is news. What charge was six-year-old Jonathan Previtt suspended for after he pecked a classmate on the cheek in 1996? Mm, sexual harassment? Yep. <laughs> yes, indeed. Those... There's a lot to unpack about this. <laughs> there really is. There's, wow. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we just ended there. Good job with your sweep, Monty. Thanks. I don't want to dig into the, uh, the, that question. <laughs> yeah, that's a different part. podcast. Mm -hmm. That brings us to Stephen. Yes, Trivial Pursuit. We both learn about history and we learn about ourselves. <laughs> Ew. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to now use the sound feature on the Dice by Peacock app and Ooh. roll. Thank you. That, it like flopped down. That was not much of a sound effect, but I rolled a three. All right. This is coming from, oh, look, we're back in the Walt Disney Family Edition. Oh, so, Stephen, no. welcome to the world of people. Oh, God. I hate people. <laughs> Whose 1860 presidential campaign poster urged, quote, may he yet guide the ship of state. Oh, I really hope it's Abe Lincoln. It sure is. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll again. That's a rolling right there. Number three. Good... I got another three. All right. This is a good sound effect, and that means you get to pick what uh, what you'd like it to come from, which edition. Let, let's, uh, let's, let's go for the straight and narrow and pick the Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit. Aww. Look at you. Doctor Who Trivial <laughs> Pursuit. Here's one. <laughs> it's like gotta find a card all right and that uh number was three three all right category three in the doctor who is uh episodes and stories so in partners in crime what did the doctor and donna both pose as independently to gain access to adipose industries uh health inspectors yes it's a little bit longer title than that. Oh. But I'm going to give it to you anyway. What's the what's the official title? Health and Safety Inspectors. Yes. Yeah. You be health, I'll be safety. Yeah. Health and safety and tapestry inspectors. All right. Is <laughs> that the one where they see each other and kind of make faces through the window? That's mm -hmm. the one. So good. Goes yep. point for Goes Monty. <laughs> yeah. He knew a Doctor Who thing. That's... I recognize that gif. <laughs> yeah. Good work. All right, All right. Steven, you got a chance for a sweep here. Don't do it, Steven. I got a six. All right. This is coming from the Millennium Edition of Trivial You can't Pursuit. stop me. Only I can stop me. <laughs> Category six is wild card. What shrink declined Samuel Goldwyn's 1925 invite to come to Hollywood to write a, quote, really great, end quote, love story? 
So we're looking for what shrink declined Samuel Goldwyn's 1925 invite to come to Hollywood to write a really great love story. I'm going to guess Sigmund Freud. It was. Okay. It was Sigmund Freud. <laughs> Name a famous shrink. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Joyce right, well, Brothers. Congratulations on your, your first sweep of the game. Thank you. And uh, now it's Katie's turn. I forgive you, Stephen. Sorry. <laughs> I do also want to see the. I've ever heard. <laughs> I want to see the Freud rom com now too. Right. <laughs> okay, my role is. Here we go. Two. All right. This is coming from the UK Globe Trotter edition, and category two is Latin America. Which country boasts? Oh boy, uh, Popocatepetl volcano. Volcano. Let me spell that for you. It's P-O-P-O-C-A-T-E-P-E-T-L. Popocatapetl. Hmm. Thank you. That volcano. What country boasts it? Just, does, it's not just in the country. That country boasts about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> important. Yo, check out this volcano. <laughs> I feel like I've had friends who have climbed volcanoes in the country of Nicaragua. You, different you volcano might, you very <laughs> well might but it wouldn't have been that mo- volcano since that volcano is in mexico no that's yeah. okay all right so at the end of turn number four we have monty pretty firmly in the lead with eight steven creeping up with five then we've got brian with three katie with two and i love you annette i love you too all right <laughs> brian rodai that's a six all right it's coming from genus two only sold in Canada version. Oh, no. The sports and leisure question. No! <laughs> well, I think it, uh, it might be more leisure because the question is, what's a beer's barm or fob? Barm is in quotes. Fob is in quotes. What's a beer's barm or fob? Uh, what? Yeah, barm is spelled B-A-R-M. Okay. Fob is spelled F-O-B. I'm going to go with um, the foam on top of the beer, maybe? I'm going to give it to you. There's there's also another word. The head? Yes, correct. Yeah, it's the head. there we go. Yep. Wow. But yeah, t- you totally got it. You totally got it right. So you get to roll again. Yay, thank you. Thank you, Genus 2, for giving me a beer question. Yeah. Uh, that's another six. All right. That means you get to choose the edition. I want to, I want to give you one guess as to what I'm picking. <laughs> uh, is it a junior <laughs> trivia, perhaps? Junior trivia, one. All right. Question number six, Junior Trivia One, is what is the art of Japanese paper folding called? It's called, oh, I hope I don't fold under pressure. Uh, It's called origami. I almost want to not give you the point for that, (laughs) but I will give it to you anyway. Sorry, Organa. Amidala. All right, roll again. You have a chance to sweep. That's a two. All right. This one is coming from the 20th anniversary edition in which category number two is stage and screen, I believe. Let me just double check. Sound and screen. Sorry. Stage and screen is the baby boomers question. Uh, So it's sound and screen. Very different. Who passed up the chance to be Barbara Streisand's daughter-in-law by breaking off her engagement to Slow Burn co-star Josh Brolin? Can you repeat that? Yep, I sure can. Who I'm trying to build like a-, a Game of Thrones family tree in my head of like who betrayed yeah. <laughs> whom and who married who, whatever. Okay, yes, continue. Who passed up the chance to be Barbara Streisand's daughter-in-law by breaking off her engagement to Slow Burn co-star Josh Brolin? Slow Burn is in italics because I think it might have been a movie. Yeah, it was something. Barbara Streisand, Josh Brolin. I'm going to go with... um. Hmm. Let's name a random actress. Um. The field is wide open. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not that wide open because it's somebody who was in slow burn, but. uh... Which I've never seen and (laughs) don't know a single thing about. Uh, Emily Blunt. (laughs) It is not Emily Blunt. It is Minnie Driver. Oh, the Kill Bill person. Uh, sure yes yeah. so. <laughs> isn't she in Kill Bill? all right 
I have no idea. I think she's in Goodwill Hunting. I know she did a voice in uh, Princess Mononoke. The <laughs> slowly, version. slowly, we'll build her filmography. All right. Well, now that we figured that out, Annette, it's your turn. <laughs> this all leads to me actually getting a point. Four. All right. This is the Walt Disney Family Edition from the Adults Box. So, Annette, welcome to where I want to be: the world of fantasy. Oh, that sounds nice. (laughs) So tell me, who is Bianca's disagreeable sister in Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew? Kate. Catherine. You got it right on the first time. Yep, it is is listed as Kate. Nice work on the board. All right, roll again. One. All right. This is coming from Trivial Pursuit, Volume 6. So it is People and Places. What rocker's foot massager and, quote, TCB diamond ring can be ogled at a museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? What rocker's foot massager? Do I want to ogle those things? Yeah, foot massager and TCB diamond ring. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I'm just going to say uh, Elvis Presley. You're right. You are absolutely Whoa. right. It, can like, somebody tell me what TCB means? I don't I don't know what it is. Okay. It's taking care of business. His, uh, <laughs> motto. He had it on, a, on his rings and his belt buckle. Sure. Wow. Okay. Then, uh, Annette, you've got a chance for a sweep. Shh, don't say it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Four. All right. That is coming from the Baby Boomer edition. And category four is publishing. Okay. So can you tell me what John Steinbeck work was banned by the Oil City, Pennsylvania School Board in 1977 for its profanity and mention of prostitution? I don't know, but I think he wrote of mice and men. Not, he not only wrote Of Mice and Men, but it was banned by the Oil City, Pennsylvania oh, School yes. Board in 1977. You got yourself a sweep. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Phew. Monty, that brings us to you. Oh. Uh, six. All right. This is coming from the Silver Screen Edition. And category six is portrayals. <laughs> so... Who portrayed King Arthur in oh, 1967's Camelot? Uh, Richard Harris. It was indeed Richard Harris. Roll again. One brief shining moment, etc., etc. One. All right. This is coming from Disney's Family Edition, the Grown Ups Box. Welcome to the world of places. <laughs> again, we will point out that's just the world. Yep. Yes, indeed. So, what Pacific Islands were renamed Kiribati? And this is a multiple choice. So it's either the Gilberts, the Marshalls, or the Solomons. The Gilberts. It was. Because we still have the other two. We do. (laughs) I I didn't know that. But I'm glad that you did because now you've got a chance at a sweep. Six. All right. This is once again coming from Silver Screen. We're back into the portrayals category. (laughs) Who did Dick Van Dyke want to divorce in 1967's Divorce American Style? Wow. Um, Jane Mansfield. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> I like the guess. Uh, it was actually Debbie Reynolds. Princess Amidala's mom. Debbie Reynolds, Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. All Maybe right. it didn't happen. Well, I'll have to go home and I feel like that, that we now have a movie list to watch. Yeah. <laughs> There's homework for the next episode. <laughs> All right, Stephen. All right. Here we go. I've changed the face on my dice by Peacock app to be a uh, traditional six die face as opposed to the numerals. It's very awesome. Uh, I've rolled a four. <laughs> right. Great out. All right. In that case, Stephen, welcome to the world of fantasy. You are in the, the grown-ups box of I the Disney fantasy. edition. All right. What discovery in Son of Flubber allows drought-plagued farmers to grow huge vegetables? This is a rare actual Disney question. Yeah, wow. I, 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 uh-huh. This almost feels dirty. Think at all. <laughs> wow. Way to sell out Disney by writing questions about your own movies. Uh, what? Oh, God. I've never watched the F- Flubber franchise or indeed the expanded universe. Um, what Ooh, discovery? 
And that meant, might get a ghost point. Yeah. Well, re- sorry, read the question again. Sure. What discovery in Son of Flubber allows drought-plagued farmers to grow huge vegetables? Flubber. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great guess. Uh, Annette, do you know the answer to this? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Anybody else? Water? Is it Flubber spread? <laughs> nope. Flubber Jr. It's, I definitely only saw the first Flubber movie. This is this is amazing. The answer, you guys, is dry rain. <laughs> yep, I hate Disney rain. so much. Well, now I kind of want to watch Son of Flubber. <laughs> the movie list just keeps expanding. It's true. All right, Katie, roll it up. Okay. I have rolled a three. All right. This is also coming from the Grown Ups box in the Disney edition. So welcome to the world of people. Okay. Who's the younger of the Collins sisters, Jackie or Joan? Hmm. Got a 50-50 chance there. Okay, I'm going with Jackie. <gasps> You're right. Ah, oh, yes. Roll again. Feels great. Okay. A five. All right. This time we are in genus three. So category five. Oh, no. Yeah. It's I'm sport. back. It's sports and leisure. Welcome. Well, it was, a, it was a nice uh, escape there for a while. All right. Unless, unless you can perhaps tell me who's the Boston Celtics all-time scoring leader. Okay. I, I am currently in Massachusetts. I feel like I should know this. I will, I will point out. 1994. Okay. 94. Yeah. So... Oh, I'll go with Larry Bird. It was not Larry Bird, I'm afraid. Ugh. It was someone I've never heard of. Uh, John Havlicek. Okay. Yep. Something like okay. that. Okay. I named all a right. Celtic. That's all I can all I can ask for. I think that's pretty great, honestly. <laughs> I was proud of you. Yep. Thank you. All I'll right. Take it. Ghost point for you, Katie. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, at the end of our last uh, normal length round, we have Monty still very firmly in the lead. He's got 10. We've got Steven and Brian tied with five and Annette and Katie tied with three. So, yes. but since this is the final round, anything can happen because you can answer as many questions as possible if you just keep getting them right. And we are going to start with Monty to oh. sort of set the bar to see how high you got to go in this last exciting round. So Monty, go ahead and roll. Yes. All right. Three. All right, this is coming from the Star Trek 50 Anniversary Edition. Well, it was a good run, everybody. Yeah, (laughs) not 50. (laughs) All right, you said three. Yes. Category three is history. Who was the only person to turn down a seat on the Federation Council? Kirk. That is a great guess, but it was (laughs) T'Pau. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I also would have said Kirk. He seems like the sort that would... He he does, he likes being the only person to do things. Mm-hmm. But T'Pau uh, is giving her heart and soul somewhere else. I think <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well played. Ghost point for Steven. All right. Um, okay, so that means that the the number to beat is ten, and uh, that that is a still a very respectable number. So nice job, Monty. We are Thanks. going to then loop around to Annette. Annette. Tell yes, me. Yes, I'm ready. I'm coming for you, Monty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't afraid of you. Should I be afraid of her? I'm afraid. <laughs> you I'm a little afraid of you. <laughs> five. All right. This is coming from the 1960s box, in which category five is sports and leisure. Oh, shoot. So. <laughs> it's been fun, guys. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> All right. Who was named baseball's greatest player ever in a 1969 poll? Greatest player ever is in quotes. I'm just going to say Babe Ruth. You're right. <gasps> yes. yes. That's sports question right. All right. So go ahead and roll again. I'm feeling super smart. Three. All right. This time it is coming from Genus 2, the Canadian uh, Genus 2. And a three is history. So what credit card features a centurion on its face? As of 1984. <laughs> is it American Express? It is American oh, Express. Yes. That's another one for you. All right. Roll again. One. 
All right. This is another genus two. So category one is geography. How many of every 25 Chinese are members of the Communist Party in 1984? Oh, my God. <laughs> is 25 the right answer? <laughs> I'm afraid it's not. <laughs> The answer was that not a multiple choice. Well, technically, it's multiple choice because yeah, zero through twenty-five. Yeah, I guess you're right. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, isn't it always multiple choice? (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the answer was not twenty-five. You were, you know, kind of on the right track in terms of guessing really high or really low. The answer is one. Oh. Yep. All right, but that was that was a good run. Didn't quite make it all the way up to the ten, but it did bring you even with Brian and Steven. Um, oh yeah, with so your I five. Just hope they get nothing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> good luck, guys. All right. Thanks very uh, much for your sportsmanship. But we're gonna go. To, we're gonna go to Katie next. Uh, I'm rooting for you. Yep. Who is currently at three? So we're gonna see uh, see how how much you can catch up. Okay, I like that optimism. Mm-hmm. I have rolled a one. All right. Well. I'm going to say, Katie, welcome to the world of places. Uh, This question is coming from the Disney Children's Box. Okay. (laughs) So can you tell me which is closer to Chicago, Honolulu or London? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say London. You are correct. Okay. It's closer. All right. So you may roll again. Okay. Oh, actually, don't don't roll because <laughs> I'm afraid. Checks alert. Checks alert. I know there needs to be like a siren or something. Wee wee wee. Checks alert. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this is TV trivia. Okay. Uh, question number five: Who was McGarrett's bitterest enemy on Hawaii Five-O? McGarrett, of course. Mm-hmm. Who is his Ooh. bitterest enemy? Not any of his enemies besides the bitterest. Um, <laughs> that was cilantro. Chuckles. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I'm going uh, with Chuckles. I feel good about it. I, I it like was that himself. name. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down, it probably was, but no. The uh, the card says "woe fat." So okay, um, I feel like I was kind of close. <laughs> So, uh, good job on making it up to four points. Yes. A very respectable score for Random Pursuit. All right. Now it is time to swing it around to Brian, who is at five points. So, currently tied for second place. You may roll, Brian. That's a six. I keep rolling sixes on this die. Well, uh, your question is coming from the Silver Screen Edition, and uh, the only category that we seem to get from the Silver Screen Edition is portrayals. So, tell us, what role did James Mason repeat in 1953's The Desert Rats? The Desert Rats. Reprised role, 1953. Yeah, well, repeated. I don't know if repeated and reprised mean exactly the same thing. Davy Crockett? Nope, it was Erwin uh, Rommel. Oh, freaking Erwin Rommel. Always, always that guy. Well, but that, that leaves you with five points. I read po- his book, That Magnificent Bastard. Oh. <laughs> uh, leaves you with five, which is a very, very respectable score. Oh, thank you. Yes. And now it is, it is up to one Stephen Chapansky to see if he can unseat the current leader. Stephen, roll. Oh, so actually, I, Steven, don't roll. Oh, great. <laughs> yep. Well, that wraps up the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, next time I shuffle cards together, I will probably use fewer checks cards. Right. Mm-hmm. But for now, I have rolled a one for TV trivia. Oh, so, God. Steven, tell me, for what product does Don Meredith do commercials? <laughs> do. <laughs> Present tense. <laughs> um. In 1984. Oh, wow. Um, Do you know who Don Meredith is? uh, Brother of Burgess. I have no idea. Um, Don Meredith. And who does he do commercials for? (laughs) Lincoln Savings and Loan. (laughs) It's it's not even really a product, but uh, I don't think that you are going to land on the 
actual product. Does anybody know this? Ghost Point uh, for anyone? Uh, Don Meredith was part of the Monday Night Football announcing crew, I believe, with Jockey Brand Underwear. It was not, although maybe he well. also <laughs> did commercials for that. Uh, looks like it was Lipton Tea. But I sounded so confident. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a good, uh, good confident effort there. Uh, good, confident efforts all around from my players. Uh, but I have to say congratulations to Monty Ashley, who wins with 10 points. Woo! Yep. Uh, and everybody else is practically tied. Brian, Annette, and Steven all have five, and Katie's got four. So I feel like this was a really good game all around. I'm proud of everybody. Good job. We're proud of you. Thank you. You did a oh. great job, Erica. Uh, wow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're my favorites. <laughs> Four ghost points. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'd I, like to donate uh, all my ghost the... points back to Erica. <laughs> and my ghost points as well to Erica. Oh, my goodness. I'm keeping my ghost points. Ooh. <laughs> twist. <laughs> all right. Well, I, regardless, I still want to thank each and every one of you random players. Thank you, Brian, Annette, Monty, Stephen, and Katie. And thank you, as always, to our listeners, who I hope are not random. And I also hope you will join us again on the next Incomparable Game Show. Toodley Pipsky. <laughs> <laughs>